Welcome to the Gem Revealed podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship? Hello, Gem Revealed listeners. Welcome to our another week of our Gem Revealed Self Mastery to Soulmate, our weekly podcast. And it is our third series of ruining rom-coms with my special guest who no, no, who no longer needs the big formal introduction, but our favorite academic life coach, Scott Doty. And although you don't need that big, long summary of my accolades, which I just, you know, I do love all that. I will throw you the ball now and just say, Scott, what's going on? How are you? We're okay. in the... the we're in the a whole Christmas extravaganza week. What's happening in Scott's world? How are you? How are you holding up? What's happening? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to see you again. And indeed, I've got my very festive tie on. Yes. Every, every, every self-respecting dad needs an ugly tie. Okay, that's just one of the rules. So, uh, so I've got mine rocking today. And uh, I'm excited. It's a beautiful festive week. We've got, you know, it's melting quickly, but we got some snow. You know, it's a little bit of a white Christmas and uh, everything's beautiful. Thank you. I have a question. Do you actually play the guitar behind you or is that there as an, uh, you know, an ornament, <laughs> Christmas ornament? I just use it to get girls. I just, like, <laughs> so any, and you're married. <laughs> That's good. I'm married. This is getting awkward. Okay, sorry. Let's run it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that part. <laughs> that goes, yeah, that doesn't stay. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, not just for show to impress people. I actually do play it once in a while, and I actually don't usually play it for anyone else. You just happen to see it in the background there. Sorry. Well, I, I have actually had the privilege of hearing you play and sing, and mm -hmm. your whole family is very um, musically artistic as well as it's not only your brain. From an academic point standpoint, you actually have that musical art artist artistry as well so very cool very cool what'd you think of this week's ruining rom-com series what about how to lose a guy in 10 days oh i've been so excited to rip on matthew mcconaughey <laughs> this is it all right that could be he's secondary to tom brady so I'd, i'll see how i fare up with some of your knocks in him but before we jump into ripping him let's watch a quick trailer our resident how-to girl. I want to read about things that matter. What are you working on now? How to lose a guy in 10 days. I could start by dating a guy and then drive him away. Doing everything girls do wrong in relationships. I can sell myself to any woman. I'd like to see you prove that. You would. Make a woman fall in love with you. You're on. So who's the lucky girl? Her. Her who? Her in the gray dress. Hi. I'm Benjamin Barry. Andy Anderson. Oh, you are already falling in love with me. I'm going to make you wish you were dead. All right. And what do we think of that? <laughs> what a premise to a movie. I'm excited. <laughs> so give us the recap. So we saw the pick, the quick trailer there. We got the, the hot couple. What's going on there? All right. So do I just introduce the, the premise or do I tell people how it, it turns out at the end? No, don't give that away yet. Oh, God, but no, of God, course we no, know. We do know. But really, what you know, what's happening here? And then what we'll talk about as um, you know, before we jump into all the clips, it's what's happening here. But the even the bigger point about what's happening is how we're laughing at it in real life. But oh my gosh, how many of us, you know, crazy ladies, you know, how much does this look our, like our real lives? But what do you mm -hmm. got to say, even in the it, just even in the big framework, the umbrella of it over and all? I would just say that it's fun to think about this concept of how a woman can intentionally ruin a relationship when so often it's un unintentional. So it's just fun <laughs> to 
for the woman to like channel, okay, what's all the horrible stuff all of my friends have told me that just is just horror, like just in, just like the worst stuff you could do. I can't believe they did it. I'm going to do all of that to this one guy. You know, I think that's fantastic. And he lived to tell the story. And how, indeed. But I guess this is why this whole series exists mm. is because everything that you just perfectly said, she is going to intentionally freak this guy out. But the point of this whole little series here is how, unfortunately, many women are doing exactly this without, with, without thinking that there's any kind of absurdity to it. So that's, <laughs> That's the part that we really have to recognize here as we're making it awkward and funny and giggling at it. I'm going to plead with every female to really take a hard look at this and understand where does this really coexist in your life that you're thinking might be normal where we're embellishing it, but you really got to look deep and go, wow, okay. That's actually me. Um, I'd like to think that I don't live in any of these series. But again, let, as, as we go through each of these scenes, we'll see what happens here. But are we ready to kick into this? Do it. Rocket for five more days. Muffin! Which shouldn't be too difficult. Hi! Andy! Nice to nice talking about you. Hi! Hello there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How are you? You look gorgeous. Thank you. This is Tony and this is Thayer. Oh, hey. yes, Benny Winnie told me so much about you, too. Right. Oh, well, oh. Benny Winnie said oh. wonderful things about you. So. <laughs> oh, they don't look mm. so simple-minded. Mm. Honey, look mm. what I got for us. <laughs> look at that. <gasps> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> look at him go. What is it? Jumper. <gasps> it's a Chinese crusted, of course. <laughs> No kidding, a Chinese crested. Mm. So it's, it's like a dog, right? Ah! Oh, hey, oh, there he is. Ben, yeah. <laughs> Ben, like you're hurting Krull's feelings. Krull, is it? Krull. Krull, the warrior king. Well, sure, because oh, that's clearly oh. what... Yeah. Oh. oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> what do you got there? Oh, nice. For me? <laughs> Get out of town. Oh, try it on. It's like the oh, inside like, of a raincoat. Medium. Oh, yeah, that try is going to fit nicely, sweetie. Thank now, you. Now, Ben, put it on. No, you, no, you should try it on. Otherwise, oh. you, you don't know if it's going to fit or... Oh, go for it. never hurt uh, anybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to save it for better location. All right, check that out. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Hey. Hmm? Your vision and khaki. It's going to be a happy little family. Just the three of us. We are, aren't we? Wow. He's our boy, Ben. Oh, that, see, that's sweet. Hey, Andy, hey, it is good to see you too, sweetie. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Oh, gotcha. he's just not potty trained yet. Oh, okay, well, he's oh. a pisser. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Come here, Tinkle King. He is a Tinkle King. Oh, no, a little question. Tinkler. Tinkle, tinkle. Well, mm, congratulations, little plaid family. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> there is just uh, so much there. There is so much cactus. there. <laughs> I, would, I don't even know where to begin, so I would just ask you, how many things are wrong in that one little yeah. scene? <laughs> it's oh just, Lord. I don't even know where to begin, like but I'll just... I'll just share with you, there's at least five major, major disappointing female attributes in that in that scene. But oh, what yeah. do you got? I mean, and, and you could begin with McConaughey if you need to. First of all, he's a vision in khaki. That's all, <laughs> that's all I can say. And, and, he's a, and he's a phenomenal human. Actually, I'm a fan of him as a person. Um, did you read the book? I mean, I we're going to go off topic. No, you read Green Lights? I did not. Is it good? Loved it. I'm sure it's very good. I didn't learn a thing from it, but it's amazing. <laughs> Not a lot of substance, but lots of style. <laughs> Not deep, but I loved it. Well, I think in that in that scene, uh, she's obviously again she's 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 channeling all the horrid stories she's heard about and from women in her life, and the the, the main thing she's doing there is she's being way overly committed way too soon. Right? They've gone on a couple dates, like they met each other three days ago. And now she's buying them a dog. She's buying them matching clothing. It's it's wrong. It's just too much, too fast. Too much, too fast. So that's that's only one. And so even before I begin to to just dissemble that, 
What about the, the just even the friends with the all like their their hard looks on their faces, like, right. oh my gosh, you're oh, not simple minded, honey. <laughs> it's like, oh jeez. Oh look at Tinkle King and the, the one friend. He is just hilarious. Yeah. But even the public display of affection in yeah. front of the friends. Yeah, that's true. Embarrassing. Right? Embarrassing. The completely just so awkward, and the gift giving. So. Mm. I would say, you know, backing up what you're saying is how many of us, you know, mm. female walk into a relationship and female are usually heart centric. And I'm going to give a big general overarching view. You know, we're, we're heart centric and we look for that commitment and we're looking to push in and gate, you know, gauge that so quickly and want that commitment so quickly. And we're always looking, how do we define it? How do we make sure that he's feeling the same way? You know, how do we make sure of all these things and put together this whole story to get that, that oneness, that bond going. So that's what I would say is, is the major fault there. Mm -hmm. And uh, first of all, before I even just, you know, ask you the uh, next question is, what do you even think of that? Do you see a validity in that? Is, is that an authentic kind of sure. summary yes, indeed. that women are always leaning in to try to figure out how do I, how do I get this, you know, off the ground from like just some girlfriend to like, when's he going to marry me? <laughs> <laughs> that is the, that is the, the, the famous or infamous thing about women. Yes. That is the, sort of the cliche I, I understood under, under understanding. And, and it's true. I think it's valid that some people uh, are in that direction of like, you meet one time, you have one date, and you're already like crocheting their name into a pillow. Like it gets <laughs> doodling their name on your notebook. <laughs> and listen, again, I know dudes who are this way. So we're not, you know, it's just like there are humans who have this proclivity to like, you know what? I'm ready. Like, I'm just, you know, I've met him. We had one great laugh together. I think we're ready for life together. <laughs> I think that's it. Like now I'm done. And that's just what this scene is, is right. Is characterized, is, is uh, characterizing, caricaturizing. That's a tough word, right? It's like, it's some, some of us go a little too far too fast. Right. And as we know, as the movie goes, he can't push away from her because he'll lose the bet. And he can't lose the bet because his whole career is on the line. Correct. But now let's move to real life. Okay. In real life, if some girl, to your point, you perfectly articulated it, you've got one date in and you're, you know, doodling his name on the notebook. And the next thing you know, you're buying gifts and plaid jackets and, you know, public <laughs> display of affection. What's that going to do to the guy and more so why? Okay, cool. So I have, I have done some thinking on this, Janine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I actually I, see steam. I'm exactly <laughs> right now. If you can feel it. Okay. I... I have done some thinking on this. I have some thoughts. Now, I want to ask, it could be later in this conversation. We can tease it now or I can bring it out now. But I've had some thoughts about two things. One is the masculine feminine, some things there that I thought would be interesting to discuss to your point right now about why it pushes uh, someone away. What, what is it that says, oh my God, wait, this woman's too, too fast, too, too furious, right? We can get into that now. I also have the 10 things that most drive men away in general, all right? So do you want to jump into a discussion around some of this masculine feminine stuff? Or do you want to do that later? I absolutely, I think it fits so perfectly here. So let's do it. And then it might shrink up some of the conversation later and we can refer back to it. But this is, this is really big. And at the end, we're actually going to end of how they shift and go somewhere else. And how, to, how does that happen? So sure. we'll refer back to this conversation. So this is cool. perfect. All right, guys. So to, to all the wonderful listeners out there, here's the, the situation. I'm not just speaking from personal experience. I have done a number of workshops and studies on this uh, as part of my coaching training. And uh, Janine knows this as well as anyone. Uh, there's some really interesting dynamics here in the masculine and feminine. And we've talked about this in a previous conversation. So we like, it's easy for us to think of the, the dichotomy of just male, female. Uh, like men are this way and women are this way. And I think the, the more accurate way to think of it, think of it for yourself for a minute more we have more and within each of us more of a spectrum of there are some there are some feminine characteristics and there are some masculine characteristics in each of us and so it's not that we're all like men are all 100 percent masculine and women are all 100 percent feminine true janine uh, it is extremely true okay it's so now, just the spectrum inside of each of us right so what i want you guys to consider are some of these characteristics of each so the masculine uh, side of us is uh, forceful, has force, strives for things, um, loves freedom, 
Freedom is everything to the masculine side of us. Uh, love, we love adventure. We like risk. The masculine part of us likes that part of life. Uh, we want simpler. Less is more. That's a very important masculine trait. Some of uh, us should be writing this down, I'm, I'm assuming. Just saying. Some people out there, you might want to note this. The masculine uh, is always improving, never satisfied. The masculine wants less, not more. The masculine likes to be alone. The masculine is competitive and analytical. The feminine side is the other uh, side. Yeah, go ahead. Before you switch, I would say that list is so spot on, but I do think there is a couple more things in there that are really important. Um, yeah. I would say, and you, you'll you find a better word for this, but I would say the hunter, mm. the, the, um, yeah. the, the, the one who's gonna safeguard, protect, right, the, the warrior. Yeah. The, the, they are the protector, the warrior, the king, and they must, it's a, it's a highly respected authority position, not authoritative, yeah. but I believe the masculine also brings out like the, mm, yeah, the chest, the strength, the, the, yes. the strength. And again, not male, female, this right. is masculine energy, female yes. energy, which That's is right. inside of each of us. Very good. So the masculine, good. really the part that I wanted to zero in on that I think is super important is the hunter. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to go further into this conversation that's going to lean into this piece. It's the hunter and the one, the decision maker. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the, the warrior and the protector. So I just want good. to add that in. Well, then let me, I like that. I appreciate that point. And so here's what I would, I would add just another thought. Like when I say uh, force and strives, that's what I meant by the hunter, the person who's going after something. <laughs> That's what we mean by striving after something and, and, and we're bringing force to it. Um, that's the masculine energy in us. Um, also, the decision maker thing is really true. Also, that's a different way of thinking of less is more because the word decision, uh, permission to be nerdy? Uh, please do. <laughs> Granted. Okay, so the word decision, think of word, the word incision. There are other words like this precision. That root needs, means to cut. So when we decide something, we are literally cutting off other options and we're left with the one thing. And so that's why for a man, the masculine in us, don't act like, don't act like my nerdiness is exciting to you. I, am, I do get a little thrilled when you're definitely, when you get that weird thing going. Okay, appreciate it. Well, this is why a man likes decisions, or again, not men, but the masculine energy in us likes decisions because it means we are cutting away all the chaff, all the extra nonsense that we were kind of fighting through and it's gone now and we have a simpler one thing now and masculine likes less is more, simpler is better. And let's just expand that one more thought. Mm -hmm. That also gives truth and val validity to that men when they, they really, just when they're thinking, they're thinking one thing only. And a female has uh -huh. many channels that they're thinking through and can think like this, yep. where a man thinks very linear. Now, yep. again, male, female, we all have these inside of us. It's to what degree. And the yes. one more thing we would say is usually men have a much stronger, larger amount of masculine energy than female energy you i i think that I, i'll say this with the utmost mm -hmm. utmost compliment you can actually understand any of the female energy inside of you so you've got it but then you've got this big large trunk full of masculine energy but you know how to weigh them out both and it's really the emotional intelligence in us when to use each and right. i think i struggle with at times where the the masculine pops up too much mm. where we got to suppress that. So yeah. there's so much here. And I cut you off when Great. you were going from masculine, you were shifting into what female energy looks like. So yeah. just let's, let's just chat about that for a minute. Let's do that. And I'll, and I'll add a quick addendum. The, the, the thing that you guys should notice in this movie and other movies is how, how they masculinize the male character. So Matthew McConaughey here, notice he doesn't take ballet lessons. Notice <laughs> that he doesn't crochet. Notice that, right? There are things about his body. He has a certain muscular body. He doesn't drive a Honda Fit. He drives a motorcycle, right? A hot one too. Okay, and... all right, there you go. <laughs> he works in sports. Like he's a sports guy. He goes to Nick's. And the cigar. Advertising and cigars. And like they find ways to show this is a masculine energy. Not just a man, but a masculine man, okay? 
Uh, and so now on the feminine side of things, right? We're going to, let's contrast. The feminine energy, instead of forcing, uh, flows, has a flowing energy. It receives rather than attacks, right? The feminine in each of us wants connection more than we want freedom. Huge, huge point. Right. The feminine wants stability rather than all that risk and adventure that the masculine likes. The feminine likes creating as opposed to less is more and killing things and, and simplifying. She likes abundance. She likes creation. Uh, the feminine accepts things. I said earlier that the masculine sort of never satisfied is always hunting, always improving. The feminine in us accepts things. More is better for the feminine. Together is better for the feminine. Harmony is better for the feminine. And the feminine is collaborative and intuitive instead of competitive and analytical. Would you agree with that, Janine? I would so agree. I, I am a dude, I think. <laughs> but I'm, <even. laughs> I'm a dude, she says. <laughs> and I want an even stronger dude to marry. So this is just a mess. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, um, that's funny. It is so incredibly important mm. to understand where you lie in that and to use emotional intelligence that's right. to really know when to rise up in your feminine energy. And this is speaking to men, yeah. men. When do you use the female energy to right. speak to your counterpart. So okay. is that even an option to discuss right now? And, and then again, you know, when would I need to bring up the masculine to mm. speak to a, a male counterpart without making mm. him feel inferior, less than, or demasculating him? Yes, so right. these are just so important mm -hmm. in this overall conversation, right? Yeah. If you want to master how to really communicate between male and female and not push him away. Women really think about this conversation. So what, what is it, you know, how do we really just go one layer deeper in that? What are some of the suggestions on how you would, what are suggestions for a female yes. to speak to a male in a way that would not demasculate him? Okay, well, yes, first of all, I love the way you're framing it, Janine, and I agree. For me, a great coach, is one who first presents you with tools that you didn't know you needed. And that might be something like, hey, man, hey, super masculine person, here's some feminine tools, some feminine energies and, and mindsets and tools that you're going to need in your life or vice versa. And then also teaching that person the wisdom of when to use each tool, right? Because when you have a hammer, everything look, looks like a nail. We need, we need multiple tools in our tool belt to be emotionally versatile. And we can connect with a lot of people that way. I love right, like so I like that point. And I think uh, otherwise, in terms of this, this concept, guys, I think we could, this comes back to a previous conversation. Also, be a student of the game. Be a student of yourself. You need to do personal inventory. To what extent am I masculine? To what extent am I feminine? What situations brings one or the other out in me? Uh, I, for example, am I'm a highly masculine man in the sense that I love my freedom. Uh, I love adventure. I love simpler uh, less is more for me. Like I, I am competitive. Like that's all good. That's fine. Um, but I've also come to terms with the idea of that it's okay to be feminine. There's a thing in our culture that says, well, if you're a man, 100% masculine is your job. And if you're a, fe a female, you better be 100% feminine in your energy. And I think what we're trying to do here is explode that uh, that misunderstanding of things and understand like it is okay and natural that we will want to integrate both sides of those. So I'm okay to say I'm a man and I've got some feminine elements and energies to who I am and I can use them at the right times. So let me just take that one place. And I think that's a great place to land, right? But what you just said is, hey, I'm okay with having some feminine energy. And what I would say to that is in case anyone heard that as a, a, a man listening in, if you heard that, oh, well, you know, is it okay? You must you must have your feminine energy. As a man, you have to be able to understand how to really make a female feel safe, guarded, that you are worthy of leading her, protecting her, guiding her, keeping her, you know, safe and that you will, you know, learn how to speak to her heart and make her feel that she's in that committed, bonded relationship. Mm -hmm. That is the feminine energy. It doesn't come from just the motorcycle and the cigars and, you know, the, the sports games. Sure. That's right. Good. I love it. And so so we've, we've got it. We've got to help the men understand the, that tool belt. 
Yeah, exactly. And let's use one simple example from that full list. Let's say competitive versus collaborative. If you're a man, or if you let's say the masculine part of us likes to likes to win, that means that someone else has to lose. Okay, there's a winner loser vibe in the masculine energy, and so, so I find that a highly feminine energy only wants to collaborate, and I think that's a little not fun sometimes. To me, comp competition is fun, and so if you're a woman who only is ever collaborative. You might say to yourself, could I develop the skill of being competitive once in a while just because that's, that's fun for certain masculine energies? And on the other side, uh, if you're a man and you only know how to all, like, only have to win and someone else has to lose, you're going to lose some women who are like, I just want to collaborate. Can we just stand next to each other and bake something and enjoy the time together? That's a very like, feminine thing to want to do is just collaborate. And you might need to turn that part of you on if you always need to win. You know, I love that. We had a psychotherapist on uh, our podcast not long ago, and he talked about that men like to win. And what you really have to shape your mind into is creating a win-win, not win-lose. Create the win-win. So let's, um, if we flipped it around then, right, how does a, a man then, is there anything in this that the man would have to do? Like, here's the woman, or actually what you were just sharing is is what we need to do from a man's standpoint standpoint what about the female because if i were to say something i think this is rather sad i think hmm. that many women today okay. suffer from having to take care of everything because largely enough the reason why this company exists is one out of every two marriages fail okay and if that statistic is true which it is and it's only getting worse it's hmm. leaving so many women home Mm -hmm. having to take care of the children, having to provide, having to go to work, having to figure it out. I say that to say that pushes you into your masculine energy. So, so many women today have lost yes. this view of what a traditional, maybe more older school feminine viewpoint was. And it's now thought of as like meek or mild, which then also equates to something weak yes. instead of, the beautiful feminine yes. energy that should be. And where does that all get equaled out, especially in this culture of women having to take on the world? So mm. where, what do we got going on there? Because I think there's portions. Yeah. I kind of fit in there. You know, I got to raise up and conquer the world and take care of a lot of stuff and risk adventure. I want it all. And, you know, mm. where, what do we think of that? I appreciate the point very much. And I, uh, I definitely agree. I, I agree that, Life calls us sometimes to access a certain energy that the, that moment requires. And so there are times when the masculine part of us needs to come to the surface and that that's okay. Uh, and that we don't need to vilify that. Okay. That part of us is valid and useful. I think like anything else in life, the, uh, as they say, the poison is only in the dose. Okay. So there are many things in life that are really, really super healthy for you. And if you have too much, they'll kill you. That's it. It's only ever about having the right balance. And so the question could be, do you have the right balance between, yes, if, you, if you're, let's say, a, a single mom and you're working and there's an element to your life that's calling the masculine energy to, to, to go out and conquer. You need to make money. You got to make connections. You got to keep the lights on and, and the roof over your head and you got to take care of those kids. Um, and there's that part of you that's protecting and attacking and winning like as much as you can in life to make things happen that masculine energy is responding to the moment and that's beautiful. To what extent are you also giving time and space for the feminine energy? Cause that's also valuable and part of who you are and needs to be exercised. In some cases, do you have friends who are calling you out on that or a coach who's saying, yeah, I feel like you're 99% masculine all the time and you're gonna push some people away for that reason. Including so, that man. Yeah, perhaps a romantic partner will pick up on that really intense masculine energy and, and feel like that's not really what I'm going for. And they'll leave you, even though the feminine you is available, but you're not accessing it right now. And you said, you know, you may not have the time. And I would say, in addition to that, it might even be more of an awareness is how to really channel your feminine energy that's beautiful and thought of as beautifully strong. And it doesn't equal meek, no. weak, mild, or passive. No. Feminine energy is a complement to the masculine energy if right. used correctly and in the right symbiotic communication. So right. I think there's so much to this. And I know that for me, I love learning about this more and more. And I would say it's actually really helpful 
to me. I really have learned, I loved learning about it because I've recognized in myself how to balance the two and when is it needed and what turns men away from if you're not, if you're out of sync there. So it's, exactly. it's, it's a really beautiful conversation, but I am for time's sake, um, you know, anyone listening, I love to chat about this. Either one of us are available for more, but I want to go to the next scene. And I think when we return from that next scene is when you're really going to be able to share the, you know, that top 10 list of yours. So let's see what we got next. Let's see what's Good. happening here. That means you too, there. Oh, yeah. All right, everyone in for a buck. Uh, Next card, five, nines and fives, nines and fives. That's back to you, T. Ooh, nine okay. and a seven. <laughs> Go for the street. Hmm. Good. Round to you. Turn a bone. You're up, man. She told you my hand. Thank you, boo. Oh, hi. Hey. Guys, you want to play cards here? What's going on? What game are we playing? I'm already matched that. We got a nine up. Nine up, guys. Nine up. Blow. Nine up. <laughs> Blow. Nobody likes a Mr. Sniffles. I hate Mr. Sniffles. <laughs> Come on, stop yet. <laughs> oh, white. Healthy boy. Good. Mm-hmm. Healthy. <clears throat> Tom, get your oh, head no. Over, please. Oh no. <gasps> Our love fern! It's dead. <laughs> no, honey, it's just sleeping. You let it die. You gonna let us die? Hmm? You should think about that. What the hell's a love fern? just so cringeworthy that's horrible <laughs> that is it's cringeworthy that is a great great analogy you could leave it there and be done yeah that <laughs> is brutal. i mean to do what she does to him alone on in other scenes is also cringeworthy and then in front of his friends on poker night it's just unacceptable <laughs> showing up on per poker night is unacceptable oh, it hurts I mean, so much but then blowing his nose oh just... come on exactly <laughs> what is that <laughs> what is she doing? Uh, it's just, I don't know. I can't do it. And she's like telling, she has him to put out his cigar and then his friends. That means you too, Thayer. <laughs> like, you, actually, the best part is, oh, look, seven and nine. It's a straight. <laughs> exactly. Falls out the cards. Oh. <laughs> she says oh, is, is awesome this cool. is such whoever wrote this movie i just want to hang out with them right. <laughs> there's yeah. a scene in here that i is not in and it's one of my favorites it's when at the end he uncovers that her friend was the the therapist and he's running up the steps and he looks back at the end and he goes you you're the therapist you owe me 300 bucks that's right that's right <laughs> i love that scene what are we gonna do with this scene i think um you know it's an obvious point here she just invaded every piece of his livelihood like she just blew up anything that we can ever say was wholesome good and right in, in a relationship <laughs> in world, she just just tore down everything yep. so i think this is you know great to hear your thoughts and it can move us into that top 10 list but the one that i would say mm. it dials back right to that where you know what men want that space mm -hmm. you gotta give them that space like you do not show up on poker night that's it <laughs> don't so if you take nothing else from this podcast episode <laughs> Don't show up night. <laughs> yeah, you forget blowing his nose. Just don't go to oh, poker night. No, just don't show up. <laughs> so that yep. in and of itself, elaborating, give him space. That's right. Give That's this, right. give him the way to make this. Let him lead the pace. Let him invite you. And if it is not months in, doesn't really progress, then that's a different story. But I would generally say, 
you know, let the man lead there and don't invade, let him create the in invitations of where this is moving and going. That would be just my, you know, uh, quick assumption into that in, in that scene. But I'm curious what you would say and move into your top 10 list. So yeah, like there's, so exactly. Okay, I have my top 10 list. And by the way, you, you nailed the, the word is a perfect segue. My number one thing on the list of 10 is invade. The number one thing you can do to push a guy away is invade. That's the word I have written on the page here. So you're right on point there, Janine. Um, don't, just... don't go to, to two though. So tell us more about invade because I would say that that is so important. Mm -hmm. And I, wanna un I want people to understand. I would love females to understand. And I want to really, really tee this up well. It's to understand what invade means invade with not with with understanding how is it's not you and it's not um don't let your insecurity take over and start the voices telling you things that aren't even there which make you invade and want and then when he pushes away that's when you're like he doesn't want me so i think this one is so important and i deal with it often with clients and females so tell, mm. tell us more Okay, fair enough. That's great. Uh, so invading is, in my mind, by definition, um, going where you don't belong and trying to take what is not yours. And so if you use that as the basis here, then it's always something that you is to be avoided, uh, especially in the romantic setting. I mean, in other words, sharing space with someone is beautiful, but invading someone's space means they didn't invite you and you went <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's what what I would call disrespectful, right? If someone has boundaries and you don't respect those boundaries because you are invading on their territory emotionally, you don't deserve to be in their life because you're not, you're not safe. Let me, let me make it even clearer and give it one more picture. So it, it does not mean to be just physically walking into an, a, a physical environment, but it could be that you're sharing your heart with me and I can invade that space by giving my opinions without being asked. Mm, and I think okay. that's an invasion as well of, okay. you know, in inserting myself and my mm. thoughts without really giving, without permission, yeah. without that person asking, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. So I would just say, and you can, you know, elaborate if mm. you're not asked your opinion, <laughs> don't know it. if you should be giving it because <laughs> no one really cares. Uh, so I wow. do, it just popped into my head and I, I often think for, wanting to feel special and needed and it's for your own reasons that you invade and give your opinion and it could yeah. really push somebody away. So don't give it unless you're asked. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful point. I, that's very important for the, for the boy, for the masculine, for the men out there, because it's, I think pretty common that like it's, it's even paradised all the time. You know, the woman brings you a problem and what does the man want to instantly do? Solve it. Solve the problem fix the problem. That's kind of how we are. That's the, that's how we're wired. That's the masculine energy. And so you have to fight against that natural proclivity. You have to fight against it and just say, I'm not going to invade. I'm just going to listen. That's what we're told so often. Just listen, be a safe space. That's what we're looking for. Right. I love that so much, but I would share with you our counterparts. The female in me wants to feel needed and I want to nurture you. So when you share something with me, I also want to take care of you. Okay. And therefore I'm doing the same, the same exact thing. Mm. I want to like take care of you and smother you with how great I am. And when there is pushback, I become insecure. That's a good point. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so both sides have that, that sort of a little bit of an ego driven reason to leap in and save the day in our way. When, and, well, and I would just finish off yeah. a gentleman really yearns respect. So by listening and not solving and having to nurture him and take care of it and listen and validate him in authentically and validating him in that space. Like I can see that must be like a, a, a big obstacle to climb. Like that's really got to be weighing on you. I can't imagine what that feels like. Just being there, letting him know you're there without having to fix it unless he asks your thoughts. And that would be, I would say, let's just take this one piece and like push it out into the world and make sure everybody listens and check the box to know we, you did it because it's that important. Uh, what right. are your thoughts on that? I'm with you. I have nothing to add. I think that's great. 
All right. Well, we got through one out of ten, so <laughs> we could try to we'll try to squish we'll them up, and go up. quicker. <laughs> we'll pick up this, pick up the pace. But I've got my one through ten, y'all. Invade number one, number two, domesticize. So like the thing that a woman can do to press it, push a man away is to try to make him a domestic pet. He's not <laughs> that little ugly dog on the pool table. Okay, um, you know, or if you ask him oh. to be, or if you ask him to be, he's gonna pee on it. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna. Right? There's a real symbol there. <laughs> All right, give him the freedom he needs or there will be consequences. <laughs> okay. So. It's just too good. That was good. <laughs> I owe you dinner. This is so good. <laughs> well, so there's a scene in the movie that I should point out if you haven't seen the movies that like one thing that she does to push him away is that she instantly, like within a couple of days, she moves into his place. She's bringing in her, her stuffed animals. She's got, she, she brings in tampons. <laughs> Neon music, Vagisil, and I was like, "No, okay, no." So that don't. That seems great. <laughs> yeah, don't try to domesticize your wild animal to an extent, right? Okay, that's number two. All right, number three and four are we are, are, are going to be quick, I think, because we've just we've already talked about them in this conversation. Number three is, don't be too masculine. Number four, don't be too feminine. There's a balance there that's appropriate. And the more that you can get in touch with both sides and both energies, the more that you can use the right tool in the right situation. And just to, it's really being aware of what they are as well. So it's not, it's knowing that they're out there, but how do we actually become aware of them and how to use them and what are they and to what degree? So yes, very that's important. Right. Cool. All right, number five, how to lose a guy in 10 days or, or sooner. <laughs> um, <laughs> what we were just talked about in the last, one of those last scenes to overcommit and rush in. It's too much, too fast, okay? So we've hit on that. Number six, whine or complain. That, oh is a, that, is a big, that is a big problem for the masculine energy for many men. I hear it from friends of mine. I hear it in men's and men's groups. In men's retreat centers, I'm hanging out with 300 dudes in a room and they're all like, God, they whine so much. So you have to be aware that that's a prime, that's a serious trigger for the male energy. So, so let's, so just a moment, like we just have to take a moment or two is say, why, why do women whine? And what is the solution to that? So it mean, otherwise it just is all for naught to say it. I mean, I think we've done such a great job peeling the layers back and understanding everything. So if this is huge, you hear it everywhere. Why are women complaining? Like, what is the cause of it? Even to the, let's just say for a minute, it was, you know, well, men aren't listening. So then they whine. Like, so what's the way to work through it? Well, whether who's ever fault it is. Yeah. Well, why? And, and how do we get through it? And not to, not to act like men don't complain, right? Everybody like, Men complain and men can whine as well. Uh, what I'm trying to point out here just is that that's a real trigger for men when a, when a partner is whiny and complainy as a, as, a, as a rule of thumb. You know, once in a while, okay, we'll rush to your rescue. We're happy to be the prince, you know? But if it's sort of a lifestyle, that's very corrosive and very ugly. And so uh, why do people do it, right? People probably whine and complain because they're, they uh, feel like something's unfair and they don't know what to do about that feeling of unfairness. Or so victim, victim mentality. Yeah. They feel like a victim. That's fair. Sure. They feel like victim a victim mentality. and they feel powerless as a result or they just life sucks and it's not okay. And like, what do I do with this negative energy I've got inside? I've got to get it out of me. And usually it's through wanting and complaining. So um, I, I love just quick, quick hit solution, quick hit solution. So to me, I would just, you know, quickly, I would say, it's communication strategy instead. And instead of whining and complaining, something along the lines, now of course there's just so many multitudes of, of scenarios that this could fall under, but it would really be nothing more than, you know, hey, can we sit and chat? I'd like to share a little bit about what I'm feeling and maybe how we could work through that together. So it's a, more of a communication strategy in a healthy way yes. to really hit it head on. But well, I'm sure you have something um, to add. Well, I, I have a phrase that I would love for y'all to, to take into your lives and consider. Uh, I find it very powerful and useful. Um, I've learned this at um, some Tony Robbins and other events. It's the phrase, what you resist persists. So if you want to fight against something, you're going to make it stronger. And so if you feel upset about something, don't resist the feeling. In other words, what we're not saying is 
tamp it down and don't act like it's not there. What I would say is I love what you would say and the step right before what you just did, because you just approached the man in a very gentle way. It was well formulated, but you have to do something first. You got to get that nonsense and toxicity out of your system somehow and acknowledge it. And that might mean you like, you know, you record, you do a voice memo on your phone. You're like, I can't believe my stupid boss, you know, or like it's a Google doc or you're journaling. You got to get it out of your system. Don't act like it's not there. Let it be released, but not in the presence of your loved one. Get it uh, when you're alone, get it out of your system. It's healthy. Then calm yourself and come to the partner with something clean to say. Self-evaluate. Listen to yourself. So whether it's writing it down, saying it out loud, looking in the mirror and understanding, is this something worth, you know, crying about and whining about? And is it, is it a pattern? Is it victim mentality? Is there a coach needed? Is there some healing needed? What is causing this? Do some self-evaluation first. Really make yourself be responsible mm. for yourself if you really want a fulfilling, abundant life. Right. Yeah. So this is, again, this one could go really deep, but I think we're doing a good job of saying here, really self-evaluate and then hit it head on with healthy communication. Great. Awesome. It. Cool. We just got a few more. So number seven, uh, a way to lose guys is gossip. Uh, again, men, men can do this. Women are f- infamous for doing it. So I bring that up as a sort of a, a thing that's more known among the female community. And uh, most guys that I know find that very uh, unappealing. Uh, We think of it as a not beautiful uh, trait or habit that women can can uh, can uh, have as part of their lives. And so when again, like a woman brings to us gossip to us or we overhear our woman gossiping, there's a feeling like, why are we come on? Can we not get in other people's business? It comes down again to that feeling of men invading and we're like, it feels like we're invading someone else's territory. That's, per, that's their personal business. Can we just respect the boundaries? And then your gossiping is another way of invading people's lives in a way you shouldn't. And also keeping it simple. That's right. Exactly. You're complicating my brain. Why are you bringing all these stories about the neighbors? I don't, I don't care about your neighbors. I've got a few things in my brain, on my brain right now. And let me stay focused. Right. right. And, and gossip in and of itself, the moment that somebody's gossiping in front of you, they're also doing it to you when you're not around. So, you know, we all know that one as well. It's okay. a good one. Um, okay. Cool. Go right okay. Number eight. Uh, another way to get rid of a guy and push him away is to overshare. <laughs> TMI. TMI, girl. <laughs> <laughs> talk that's why you have a journal that's why you have girlfriends don't tell me all that okay and actually this is a real real point i think that some women act like or or want their men to be all the things i'm not all the things to you i'm your yeah. romantic male partner okay if you want to have other relationships where you can get other things off your chest that's healthy and beautiful but don't bring me all the things that you should be bringing to other people I did, I would, or, and your therapist, oh, your therapist, <laughs> your priest, whatever. That's right. All right. So don't, <laughs> can we just go to confession? Don't bring it to me. Um, so <laughs> I apologize in advance, everyone. <laughs> just, right. I know that there's a dude out there shaking it, like nodding, like, yes, thank you. Can we you just, actually, you just got a standing ovation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rewind. <laughs> This is going to be dinner talk for people. <laughs> okay. He's talking. <laughs> Stay quiet. Scott's talking. <laughs> All right, cool. And I've got two more for you guys. The top 10 ways, right? To push a man away. Number nine, never laugh. Right? We talked recently in a, in a conversation, right, Janine, that women love a man with a sense of humor. So you're often the number one factor. And guess what? A man loves to feel like he's funny. He likes a woman who laughs at his jokes. That's appealing to him. So if you want to push a guy away, never laugh at him. Never laugh with him. Obviously, don't make fun of him. But if he's being at all silly or or making a dry remark of some kind, go out of your way to laugh with him and tell him, give him the signal. You're hilarious. That's a really (laughs) big deal. I think this should be number one. Really? Humor is, first of all, I think it's so important for the guy to be funny. So if you're not funny, go learn how to be funny. Yeah, work on it. Work on it. Just You need to go to school to figure out how to be funny. <laughs> and every female should know that you need to giggle. I mean, because it's just, yeah. to me, it's just number one. So it's, important. Just, it's catnip for the dude. It's a, just very magical and don't overlook it. Okay. No, uh, I, without laughing, this is serious. <laughs> 
<laughs> the art of laughter is serious business. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. All right, cool. I hope this has been helpful, everybody. And this is number 10. Uh, a way to push a guy away uh, ASAP is to criticize or demean him. And so this is to Janine's point of emasculating somebody, you know, the feeling of like, you're always cutting him down, right? That's a really easy way to put him on a fast track to divorce or on a fast track to breaking up with you. Like, I don't need this. I don't need someone criticizing me. That's not the energy that I came to a feminine partner for. Yeah, I, I, some other podcast, I would just say, um, I, that's why I got divorced. So I would just say that's a whole podcast right. in and uh, of itself is demasculating a, a, a male and, and the reasons why we do it. Um, and majority of the time it might be to make ourselves feel better. Um, or it's that masculine energy rising up. If he, you know, is unclear on how to meet those needs and you just decide to take over and, you know, plow them over instead mm -hmm. of actually building them up and helping find the solutions. But that's a mm -hmm. big one. So, you know, no laughter there on that one. Yeah. But I think, you know, that top 10 list, if, if women, I, I, maybe, I, maybe there's a book in there, <laughs> you know, if you want to push a guy, cause I think you nailed everything. Cause if I, the only thing we didn't hit on and, and we won't, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say it is I think that intimacy too soon um, should, mm. you know, I think it, needs to be laced in there somewhere. Mm. Um, I, you know, for myself, I've always said, you know, from a, uh, a faith-based background, um, you know, I do believe that it should be shared for marriage. And some people think that's prehistoric. How could that possibly be? But if we were to just take the principle in that, and of course there's godly principles, but there's also some just relational principles that anything like that too soon, if we go back to masculine and feminine, majority of a female, we want that heart-centered bond, the commitment. And when that happens too soon, and we then latch onto that as that was, you know, the, the physical action that created oneness and the man is not ready, that will immediately cause him to back away. So, um, so I just, I would have to throw that in there as 11. <laughs> like, let's okay. just, we can't <laughs> yeah, pretend it's not there. Okay. <laughs> so it's, and it came from Janine's book. So that's her. I like it. That's a fair so point. God, I, I saved your life. And you know, you could leave your house. It's nobody's <laughs> going to run you over. Right. Um, but, uh, I'll take the hit on that one anyway. <laughs> so one more scene and, you know, this is just so phenomenal. I think we've really maxed out. Uh, you know, the time, but it's that good. So I believe that people are going to hang in. And um, I think the last scene really gives us the, the, the other side of this. So what happens when it's really sweet. So let's go to that. There's a new wind like I've never known. I'm breathing deeper than I've ever done. And it sure feels good to find bringing me ice cream on the back of his motorcycle that's, that's awesome true. that is true i feel like that one line summarizes mcconaughey's entire career it's like chicks dig this <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it that's that's all his work summarized uh, you know i bought he was the spokesperson for lincoln and um lincoln the car and yep. i'm telling you that's why i bought my <laughs> i bought my previous yep. car was he was it i did i i did previously to this 
this one, but I think it was because he was just because chicks dig him. Chicks dig that dude. He he moves some he moves some 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 <laughs> he moves some cars. He knows he, how to sell some cars. He definitely. I bought my car. I, I'll confess. So um, wow. I, I'm gonna just flip the switch because we we did a lot of ruining rom com there. Uh, but here's the the beautiful ending of this this story. Right? There's something that happened. He's not worried about the bet. You know, she's not really thinking about how to lose the guy and something, something triggers in both of them. And they're there. That scene is just really sweet. So yeah. what happened there? What starts? What's what's reversing? And what's what are they both doing right? Well, they both take away the artifice and they're being authentic at last. And it turns out she is not as annoying as she seemed at first. And it turns out that he's not as super macho all the time. And he has a softer side. He can connect with her. And there's a lot to like on both sides. You know, and so they're just having the first moment where they're actually seeing each other, really. And that happens all the time, right? That's symbolic of how many masks we all put on to try to impress each other. And that was the moment when they were like, let's just be ourselves and have fun. And that's it. I can't even believe that is, I have nothing to say because that's you too. I, who knew you were going to say exactly what I was going to say is, is I yeah. think, and you know, I'll just, I'll just say it in another way, actually very similar is what would happen if we all took off the mask? They were both had a lot of facade on in their previous walk over the last 10 days. And the moment they took the mask off and they both really did some self-awareness and they came to each other authentically, there was something so beautiful that happened. And that's where I think I, you know, I'll give my summary is if we took awareness and responsibility for our own action and we do look at facts and we look at data relationships today are really struggling they're really struggling we have facts that tell us that one out of every two marriages are failing um second marriages are even in more trouble that is hurting our children it's hurting our communities it's hurting us financially it hurts our neighbors um it just just does so much so if we took responsibility and used some of these tools and we took some of this silliness and looked in the mirror and pulled, you know, pulled back the layer and said, what do I need to become more aware of? What tools do I need? Where do I have to grow? What is my self-mastery? Who's responsible for it? It's not Oprah. It's, it's really you. It is you. you. You really have to do the right reading, the right listening, the right podcast, the right coaches, the right therapist, the right priest, the right avenue to go down to self-reflect and become that best version of yourself to really enjoy a relationship so that's where i would end with this and i you know you just you nailed it so is there anything else because you are certainly funnier and we know that men you know want to be laughed at so so what can i do to help laugh at you (laughs) as we conclude uh you've laughed at and with me plenty for one day we're fine thank you so much (laughs) It has been uh, a very enlightening conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, I, I will um, selfishly say that this may be one of my favorites. I'm going to try to push this. Uh, I'm going to really try to push this because this, I think, was this was mastery right here. There was a lot of good stuff. So, Scott, um, we're going to conclude our series. This is it. This is our This is uh, the end and the finale. So we saved the best for last. Um, you know, our, our friendship just keeps getting stronger. And I'm just so grateful for you. Your wisdom is really quite amazing. Nerdy wisdom and all. I mean, it's just fabulous. Who starts speaking Greek on there and decides decisions, decide all that. It's good stuff. And you are a gem. Um, and thank you so much. I would love you for one last time to tell our listeners how to get in touch with you, why to get in touch with you, who on earth would get in touch with you. Okay. Well, thank you again for the opportunity, Janine. It's a pleasure to be here. You're awesome. And my name is Scott Doty, D-O-T-Y, and I have a website, thescottdoty.com. And you would go there if uh, you are a, a current student or if you're the parent of a student, especially a parent of a teenager. So I love working with teenagers and I help them in particular with academics, but I, use, I always do it within the framework of coaching on a broader level. We talk about life skills, time management, mindset, uh, performing under pressure, dealing with anxiety and so forth and mental health. So we're, the talk, the conversation is about long-term skills for your teenager uh, or your young professional son or your middle schooler and equipping them for life. And in the short term, getting some awesome results as well in the academic world. 
Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I would also say, you know, anyone listening, um, take advantage of what Scott has to offer. He's been an incredible um, help with my own family. Uh, his company is one of the fastest growing in our area. Um, so don't miss an opportunity to really, um, really absorb some of his wisdom. Uh, obviously, this is a glimpse of it. This is all done on a whim. This has not been practiced. Uh, you <laughs> probably could tell it's definitely not practiced. <laughs> but to hear that kind of wisdom off the cuff is, is pretty impressive. So don't miss out on an opportunity to, to work with Scott in any way, shape or form. So with that, thank you for my, our series. You've made it enlightening, uh, humorous, and just all, all out fabulous. So thank you again, Scott, for all that you do. Another week of Gem Revealed Self Mastery Soulmate podcast. Have an awesome week, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Gem Revealed's podcast, Discover Your Soulmate. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. You can email us at info at gemrevealed.com. You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.